Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50 with Dallas and Michael. Today's topic, all the interesting decisions are about trade-offs. Yeah. I think the listeners know whose topic this is. Yeah. If they've listened to the podcast for a while, this yep. tends to be more of a a theoretical discussion, a Dallas podcast. Is, I'll, I'll talk for a bit and you'll either, you'll either pick up the bit and, and come with me or you'll sit there and look at me and go, all right, let's just call it after four minutes. Uh, I, I was thinking about this the other day. So no, I like this one. You know, I know we're getting we, we, we straight away. So, so, so we, we've just finished meeting with most of our clients in the last couple of months. And mm. um, and, and I know this because we've had the discussion. We, you know, you sometimes come out of a meeting and um, it, so we we like all of our clients otherwise we wouldn't take them as a client mm. but some some meetings the conversations are more more fun or more invigorating or more rewarding than others so sometimes it's just nuts and bolts a mm. grind hey you got to do this this and this this is how this is going to work let's just you know get these details and get this information and get this paperwork lodged and then and then other discussions or other meetings that you have with, with our clients are, are just much more much more fun, much more vigorous. You come out sort of refreshed, and, and it's really exciting, uh, an exciting conversation. Now, what I what we've talked about is that those the really interesting decisions or the, or the really interesting discussions. I would sort of say they are all about trade offs, mm. and and it's kind of one of those things where it's only when I said this or when I thought about it I realised how silly that is because when you think about it, if there's no trade off, there's no discussion. If there's if there's mm. two decisions and one of them is just better than the other one, yep. there's no point discussing it. You mm. just do the thing that's better. You don't do the thing that's worse. Yep. And then you're done with it. And then you move on with your life and you don't have to discuss it. Where where these conversations and and it's the same with every with every couple, you know, you know, uh, or the same with any um, business or the same with any group of people. The interesting discussions and, and where you can really often add value as a as a conversational sparring partner with people or giving advice to your friend or whatever. If your friend asks for advice and there's two options <sighs> and, and only one of them is any good and the other one's terrible, it doesn't take long because no. you just say to your mate, hey, you know what you need to do here. The right answer is this. Just go and do it. Mm. Where it's really interesting are where... People come to talk to us or people are nutting it out as, as a couple between them and, and they're talking about things where you go, there's there's two there's two options and they're both and they both kind of make sense to some degree. Mm. Or, or there's two options and they both have pros and they both have cons. And that's that's to me where I think the 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 decisions and the discussions get really interesting is 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 the times when we're <laughs> saying to people, look, there's no right or wrong answer here. Mm. There just there isn't there's no um, like when we're talking about this with people and saying, you know, do you do you work for an extra two years so that then you can afford to go overseas, yeah, you know, once a year for the first five years of your retirement? I don't have the answer to that. There, there is no right answer there, and those are yeah. the conversations that we find that. I, I was going to say, I think they're the most um, 
they're the most meaningful trade-offs. So the the the, the one that stands out is the example that you just used there. It's, yeah. it's 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 around when do you retire? Yeah. And do you do you flick the light switch completely off, or yeah. do you dim the yeah. light switch and go yeah. to part-time work, or yeah. yeah, when do you do that? Um, yeah. yeah, you want to do that early enough so you've got the ability to be able to to travel. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but you don't want to run out of money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So they're they're the interesting ones. Yeah, they even ones. even things like saying to people, hey, if, if you pull up now, you're probably not quite where you need to be. You're, you're, running, you're running the risk of running out of money. Mm. You know, are, are, you comfortable, are you comfortable with the fact that if in five or ten years' time things don't go your way, you may have to cut your lifestyle. You might have to spend far less throughout retirement. I don't have the right answer there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, not, it's not up to me to, to tell you that because that is a decision that needs to be. There's a trade-off there that needs to be made and it's not – it's not a situation where there's right or wrong. Answer. Yeah, look, look, and and it and it sometimes takes years. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. so I, I mean, I, a client springs to mind who'll be retiring shortly at age sixty three. Um, they are worried, continually worried about yeah. having enough money and not running out of money and and and, and all of these things. Yeah. Um, however, the the, the recurring theme uh, for the last ten years has been. Really wanted to travel. Really wanted to be able to travel. Yeah, while still young. Yeah, um, yeah, travel the world, yeah. different places, and all that. Um, the last meeting that we had, I said, I, I, I can't guarantee yeah. that by retiring yeah. early, yeah, that you're never going to run out of money. You're going to have all the money to be able to travel forever. Yeah. I said, in everything that you've been telling me in yeah. the last ten years. What's really come to the forefront is the importance and the and the, the desire and the need to travel. Yeah. So um, my thoughts are that it's in your best interest overall. Yes. Yeah, we're taking into account all those different-, different Taking things. into account everything because if it was just financial. Yeah. So if just I said- forever. Yeah. Just work forever. Yeah. So <laughs> you'll work till you're 75 or work yeah. till you're 85. Yeah. And then you'll- Die with seven million in the bank, yeah, or eight million dollars in the bank. Yeah. Um, if it was just lifestyle, yeah, you'd, then you'd, you'd retire now. You'd, you'd retire. You'd you'd never work. You'd yep. be like Kramer from Seinfeld, <laughs> and uh, just fall, yeah, uh, bum backwards into money somehow, yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at, yep. at the, at, at, and and never seem to have a a, no a, a money yeah. worry, yeah, um, but not be a big spender, yeah. So it's it's look it's tying both of those things together. Yeah. And and our job is to say to distill that down really. I think the words distill, distill yeah. that down to to take into consideration uh that client's wishes, but yeah. also what we've seen with our other clients as yeah. well. Yeah. Because the best indicator of yeah. of what someone's likely to do is what those who have come before them yeah. uh, have done. Yeah. So the the and that's because we see so many scenarios. Yeah. Because we yeah. only work with people that are approaching retirement or are in retirement. Yeah. Um. We 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 yeah we know roughly when the average person doesn't have the desire or the capability to travel anymore yeah. overseas. You yeah. Know. Generally, it's in their early to mid seventies. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so, yeah. so yeah, like um, anyone who says I'm going to travel, I'm going to go on a thirty thousand dollar overseas trip every year until I'm ninety. 
you may do that, but you would be the outlier. You may do that, but you'd be the outlier. Yeah. So, so, I mean, f- from the from the footage that we've seen, yeah. um, it's, uh, it's let's say it's 73. Yeah. So, if someone's yeah. retiring at 63 and they've got this bucket list of yeah. what they need to do, then yeah. then they've got a good 10 years yeah. where they can yeah. when they can go and do all of that. Yeah. They may still be doing that at 83, yeah, like yeah. you said, but they'll yeah. be the outlier. Yeah. Um, so you're sort of factoring in all of that and you're building that into your spreadsheet and there's so many variables in the spreadsheet, of yeah. course, because um, returns don't come in straight lines no. and, and 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 expenses uh, in 2035 cannot – we cannot hope to know what the cost of living will be or an individual's specific cost of living yeah. per their needs at the time will be – in 2035 we can only guess that yeah Yeah. so there's so many variables at play we build into that quite a margin of safety but building in i'm i'm ranting in here (laughs) it's good because i'm I'm actually making notes to myself as 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 you're ranting so i'm going that's that's you you don't want to build in too big of a margin of safety because too big of a margin of safety is you you work to your 85 and then you've got no worries about running out ever running out of money so You want the margin of safety, but you don't want too, too big much. of a margin of safety. So, uh, so, the thing so, that, so our job I've, is to distill all of that. Yeah. I, I think that the, the other way that I've found success discussing this with, with people, these trade-offs, is, is often to um, uh, communicate three different uh, ways to think about it. And, and this is often what people have asked for. Like, <coughs> you go, these... There's a trade-off here. How long should you work for? You know, how long? Whatever the case may be, I'll often say three things, which is, on average, on average, or or the you know the, the technical financial planning answer would be would be this. The, mm. the the answer based on the averages and based on historically what I've seen, the answer would be this. You should do this. Yep. If it was me, and and you know I was making this decision, so you first think saying on average you should do X. If it was me, I would do Y. And based on everything that I know about you as the client and as the person making this decision and your desires and your background and your all your thoughts about money and your the way that you feel about things, I think you should do Z. Mm. And I've actually found that's a really a great framework for it because people can sort of see those three things and they go, right, well, I can see why the average person would make that first decision. Mm. And, and you as a 33-year-old financial planner – I can see why you would make the second decision. Mm. And then taking into account everything you've taken into account and normally I'll, I'll flesh that out a bit as to why I think they might be slightly different or, or the same as X or Y. Yep. Based on everything that you've told me and all the conversations we've had in the past, I think you should do Z. And so mm. I think that's a good framework because when you're going to make these trade-off decisions, if, if, you're ta- if, if someone's telling me that, that the trade-off they're going to make or the decision they're going to make is substantially different from, from what I would do or from what the average person should do or could do or, or will do, that, that may be right, but they need to have there needs to be a reason why it's substantially mm. different. And, and, and it, is, it, it is the case that everyone's different and so they might be substantially different. So there's, in the same way there's a risk of you know getting that wrong and being the outlier. There's a risk of saying, well, I'm just like everyone else and so I should make the same decision as everyone else. When it comes to these trade-offs, uh, yeah, that's those are the interesting decisions where you might make a decision that is completely different to what every other client that I've ever had mm. will make in that situation. But 
if if your situation is different or your way that you view things or what's most important to you is substantially different, then then you need to be making a substantially different decision. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd, I would um, I'd compare that to, yeah, for example, when if we've got clients come to see us for the first time at 50 and they plan to retire at 62 and we're looking at their investment strategy of, of their superannuation balance, yeah, it, it's kind of one of those things where you go, like I said, you, you can be, the decisions are you could be 100% invested in, in defensive assets, cash, term deposits, that kind of thing. Yeah. You could be 100% invested in growth assets, you know, the biggest and best companies in Australia around the world or, or a mix of the two. That's to me one where you go, I don't, it, sounds, it doesn't matter as much what you think and what you feel about that because the facts mm. are the fact, which is that you're going to work for another 12 years, then you're going to be retired for, you know, on average another 20 years. Mm. How you feel about that, that trade-off is, is such that for the vast majority of people, they should make the same decision, which is to be yeah, more heavily weighted towards those growth assets because mm-hmm. they need that return, they need that growth, and, and they should and they can withstand the volatility on the way through to, to pick up those extra that, that's, returns. And, and that's, uh, the, the word need is perfect there, Dallas. It yeah. is a need. Yeah. Just like when yeah. you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, and 50s, you need a job yeah. to put food <laughs> on the table. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a trade-off there yeah. that people think so, is a decision, but yeah. it's really it's not. It's, it's, it's a need like there. a job, like yeah. your money. Yeah, and that, I that's didn't think I'd, I'd get the chance to say, <laughs> you know, because your money has to get yeah, dressed and go to work for you, you yeah. need a X amount of return on that money. Yeah, like, and, so, and so it's nominally. I guess that's the point. Is it's nominally it's a trade-off, and that is how we often communicate that people. Where you go, listen, you're 50, you want to retire at 62, and you want to draw X amount of income. You need this amount, <laughs> and you've got these resources available. You need to have like a, mm. a big whack of your money invested and growing for you. Mm. And people say, well, I don't want to do that. Okay, great. How about you work until you're 70? Because mm. that, that is the trade-off. You do always have those choices. Yep. You can either work until you're 70 or you can die when, you, mm. when you're 67 once mm. you've run out of money. Th- mm. Those are your options. Well, I don't want to do them. Okay, well, we're <laughs> left with the original sort yep. of choice. So that's, I think, the point is, is if you think of it as a continuum of those trade-offs, there, there are those... And, and I guess, I guess they're trade-offs, but we really just think of it as a decision to be made. Those yep. sorts of things where you go, it doesn't matter how you think and how you feel about this, and it doesn't matter really about your background. It doesn't really matter about what you think about the future. It doesn't matter how you view the world. The facts are the facts. Yeah, the super the, the tax legislation is this. It doesn't matter how you feel about that. That mm. is just a fact-based thing. But then the, those those trade-off decisions. I, th- I think that they are the things that people should spend far more time thinking about, far more time talking about. What we, uh, yeah, we've talked about this before, what people tend to do as a rule and all human beings, we get to a decision, like a really interesting decision, like a trade-off of should I work for another two years or should I work, you mm-hmm. know, or should I, should I work part-time, like all these sorts of things. Instead of looking inwards and thinking what will actually be best for me uh, based on who I am and what's important to me, we just look around and see what our next door neighbor's doing. Mm. Go, oh, well, he worked till the 63. I'll work until I'm 63. Never mind that his financial situation might be completely different and yeah. his his desires might be completely different. That's how we make those big decisions. Mm. And I think that, as we've discussed, a big part of our financial planning process with people and a big part of what we're talking about there is getting the framework in place that the easy decisions, just bang, tick them off. Okay, this is what you mm. need to do 
So then the time is spent is spent thinking about the things that are actually relevant and important to, to only you as an individual. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 financial advisors. For more information and resources, visit the Money Over 50 website, mo50.com.au. We look forward to catching up again soon.